And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. It is a hot one. We need it to be hot. It's summer's, I mean, come on. Summer's always hot. Oh, it's hotter than normal. No, summer's always hot. It's always been hot, always will be hot. Here's what to do for your plants, especially new things. And so the ground is parched. And so you'll need to water a little bit more. So I've actually bumped, I was at every week, once a week, deep watering of plants. Drip system. Drip system's great. It's very efficient. It's so efficient. It's too efficient sometimes in that your plants are left wanting and you need to supplement, maybe hand water, at, break out that hose like your grandparents did and just water the plants. And so don't trust the irrigation solely because that drip emitter drips right there and, and it saturates this little piece of soil, garden soil, and it may not be quite enough, especially for brand new plants. So for established things, yeah, probably it's fine. They've got roots all over the yard. So big old spruce tree, big red tip potinia, even your perennials that are been there for a couple of years, they've got roots that go out three, four times the size of that actual plant. It's the new plants. So if you just put it, even a native, let's say manzanita, a native uh, silverberry, a native, it's something that's very robust. Those plants are robust as long as their roots are way out into the surrounding soil. If they aren't, they're dependent on you. And what happens is as the summer sun, it can actually sunburn the soil. And so the heat comes down and just parches that, that ground around that plant and it dries it out. And so you need to actually protect the soil from sunburn. I know this is like a new concept for some folks, but in the Southwest where the sun is, is more intense, especially at elevation. And the air is, I know it's a little bit more humid. I know a couple places there are some rumors of rain around, but we haven't all had rain. The humidity is up not quite, it's not like it's going to be. In August, it really gets pronounced. And so it becomes muggy some afternoons. But right now, not so much. Your plants are more dependent on you. So to add a two, three inch layer of shredded cedar bark. I guess if you're a true composter, you could take compost from the compost pile, but it needs to be composted. I mean, truly like broken down into its last elements, it's great stuff. Most of us don't compost enough to do, to, to cover the root ball of a new rose bush or a new whatever, potentia, spirea, whatever you're planting out there. If you got a brand new hedgerow, a privacy screens, um, Arizona cypress, a classic Arizona type of plant. Very robust. Once you get that thing established and up to size, you can't kill it. It'll go all by itself, but not when it's brand new. You're going to need to protect it and encourage it to do your gardener's due duty to get those roots out into the surrounding soil. And so here's what I'm doing for my own garden. So my name's Ken. We're just friends. We're talking like over the back fence. And this is working in my backyard. I think it's going to work in yours as well. So for brand new plants, I've bumped up my drip irrigation to every four days. 
just because it's hot and I got a lot of brand new plants. Now, if it was all established plants, probably not needed. But because I've added so many new plants, probably advisable. Better to overwater just a touch when it's really hot out than under and have those leaves scorch and kind of wilt and just dry off. And you have to restart and releaf that plant out. That's not ideal, especially for a new plant. So every four days. And then I'm hand watering an extra, I don't know, I just kind of deep soak, get, take my hose out and I just sip my coffee in the morning. I look at the hummingbirds out in the fountains and I just water my brand new plants. And I'm deep soaking those root balls. What I'm trying to do, what happens is when that soil sunburns around that root ball, it actually dries out the surrounding soil and the, the soil starts to wick away the water inside the root. And so, yeah, you might have a drip emitter dripping right over that root ball, but if the surrounding soil gets dry, it starts to wick away that water faster or it does, does, does detriment to the plant faster than you can rehydrate it. So by hand watering kind of once, twice a week, you're not really watering the plant. The, the irrigation is doing that. You're actually hydrating the surrounding soil. Another little trick is I'm taking shredded cedar bark, three-inch layer around the roots to keep the sun off the soil. It's like a, it's like a sunblock. Literally, it's sun. It's blocking the sun from the soil to keep it from being sunburned. It'll keep it from cracking and parching and, and separating from around that root ball. It's a game changer. And so it's something you need to do for brand new plants. If you have a whole lot of new plants, let's say, just since last spring, this is probably advisable for all of those. Yes, as that plant elongates, as it puts on new leaves and new foliage, it gets longer branches on a cottonwood or sycamore or maple. It also puts on equally matching roots. But one spring season, it's not quite enough. You need to supplement that until the monsoon rains come. Then probably the pressure's off, but then the heat's gone. The, there's cloud cover, there's shade. You can tell the plants, they actually go, ah, oh, I feel better. Ah, oh, finally, it's a little bit more humid. The sun is not as intense during the middle of the day. In the afternoon, there might be a sprinkle, a shower. This is all good, and plants will literally start growing a second season. But that can happen anytime. Now, for you new folks, the way the monsoons work in the mountains, in the southwest, but especially up in the mountains, they're going to say there's a 30, 40 percent chance of rain today. It's never 100%, even though it's raining right outside. They'll never call it 100%. Just the way it is. I've never seen that. And so, but they'll go, oh, it's 30, 40, 50% chance of rain. What that means is that 30% of us will see rain. Not that 30% chance of the entire area will get rain. Just literally right across the street, your neighbor will get rain and you don't. I mean, I don't get it. Uh, but these thunder cells kind of come down and just kind of hammer a certain section. And then the other areas don't as it swirls around. And this is when you get to see, this is when Prescott Valley, Chino Valley, Paulden, you, those valley areas are magical because you see those rainbows out there. Literally in Prescott Valley, when we lived out there, I saw three, but three rainbows at the same time. It's crazy. So it's beautiful, spectacular. It's why you all build up in that Coyote Springs, Paquito Valley, so you can overlook the whole valley and see these storm systems swirling around. It's just magnificent. I've also never been so awestruck 
I was farming out in Chino Valley for a lot of years, a big, big piece of property, lots of flowers and trees and fruit trees. And uh, it's the only place I've been where when a monsoon rain comes and hits the upper part of the valley, literally you will see the ground moving like a three inch layer of rain, sheeted rain just coming at you towards you. It's like, oh, what do you do? There's nothing you could do except hold on and hopefully it doesn't take out a greenhouse or something else. So it's just impressive what nature, how ferocious nature can be. And so just prepare for that. You know, it's coming. The rains are good. It's going to fill the lakes back up. It's going to rehydrate the soil. It's going to take the pressure off of gardening. But between now and then, make sure. In fact, much of our rain comes down so torrentially, so quickly that it doesn't hydrate the soil. It actually runs off more than it soaks in. So there you need to probably hand water supplement for the next couple of weeks, your drip system to make sure those plants don't dry out, especially brand new plants. Yeah, I don't think you need, if a, if a lilac is wilty and it's a you know, 10 year old lilac, probably one watering is going to perk right up by the end of the day and go, oh, thank you. I just need that. And they'll be fine. But most of your established plants don't need that. Just, just the brand new things. I would also say your native trees, pine, spruce, your native junipers, I would take a soaker hose or a sprinkler or something underneath and water it one time it, when it, and a, and a per month when it's really dry. So I say April, May, June, really now it's July because the season's a little late. I would water my natives to keep them healthy. One watering, don't overdo it or you'll stress them out, but one watering keeps them super healthy, keeps the bark beetles out, keeps the tip or the, 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 uh, uh, the spider bites out of the trees. All right, we got Lisa Waters Lane coming in with your garden questions right after this.